Good morning. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And this is a note from the universe. Here's today's message from Mike Dooley over at Tut.com. Don't be afraid to go where you've never gone and do what you've never done, Bobby, because both are necessary to have what you've never had and be who you've never been. Be the ball, the universe. And the caption at the bottom just simply says, Hut, hut, Bobby, go, do, simple stuff, easy stuff. The question is, for all of us, as we consider things like this message, and all of the other messages that come our way on any given day, is what are we going to go and do? I was reading something yesterday. Oh, I know, I was going through the, um, I was going through the five second rule by Mel Robbins. And there's an entire segment, a segment, boy, I tell you, isn't it interesting how even our language changes? There's an entire section that's dedicated to talking about how powerful the phrase from our good friends over at Nike is. Just do it. What makes that phrase so powerful? What a great question Mel thought to ask about that, right? What a great question to ask about why is that so effective. Just do it. Talked about how powerful the word just is. And it was a question that came in from one of her readers that was asking, hey, you know, this, this rule sounds like Nike's tagline, just do it. And she's explaining the difference between just do it and the five-second rule and, and how simple it is. And the difference between the five-second rule and just do it, kind of the same way that it's talked about here in this note from the universe, right? Don't be afraid to go where you've never gone and do what you've never done, Bobby, because both are necessary to have what you've never had and be who you've never been be the ball if you think about Nike's phrase just do it you think about the five second rule and you think about this piece by Mike Dooley over at tut.com the concept behind just do it and the reason it's a concept is it's what it's, it's talking about the what it's what you need to do and the five second rule as a tool is how you make yourself do it. And there's also a huge reason why just do it, which is probably the most famous tagline in the sports world, resonates from so many different people from across all these different cultures. And it's the word just. The word just is in there because the people over at Nike advertising giants and brilliance 
recognize something that we've talked about and what we've known about, all of us understand. And that's the hesitation factor. And that's what makes the five-second rule so incredibly powerful. It helps us beat the hesitation factor. We can push ourselves if we can beat the hesitation factor to be just a little bit better, to do just a little bit better. And the word just, just do it, the word just tells us that we're not alone. That all of us struggle with this concept. All of us struggle with these hesitations. Powerful stuff, once again, from over at the five-second rule. Even though you know you're afraid, just do it. Even though you may not have the knowledge, just do it. Even though you've never done it before, just do it. Unbelievable stuff. Five, four, three, two, one. Do it. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And that track in the background is Legacy. Uplifting background instrumental music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. Why Legacy? Well, as we plan for the best 2018 ever, what are we actually really doing when we're doing the planning? What is that all about? What it's about is creating our legacy or part of what creates our legacy. Here's today's message as we continue to review the possibilities for making 2018 our best year ever. Even the grandest of dreams was only ever achieved one day at a time. You will achieve your grand dream a day at a time. So set goals for each day. Not long and difficult projects, but chores that will take you step by step toward your rainbow. Write them down if you must, but limit your list so that you won't have to drag today's undone matters into tomorrow. Remember that you cannot build your pyramid in 24 hours. Be patient. Never allow your day to become so cluttered that you neglect your most important goal. To do the best you can, enjoy this day and rest satisfied with what you have accomplished. And that's by Og Mandino. Since life unfolds for us one day at a time, why would we expect our dreams and goals to unfold any differently? What method are you currently using to track the activities you have scheduled for your next 24 hours of life? Each and every hour we put effort into will yield an equivalent result. What we must remember, however, is that our results accumulate over time. Just as each block of the pyramid was laid so that the next block could be stacked upon it, so must we lay the building blocks of our dreams. And we must practice patience and allow our efforts to develop. Create a master list or project book to capture each of the various elements that make up your master plan. Then, divide the activities up into your week, not overloading any one specific day. Allow time for thought and reflection. Schedule your exercise and other activities that are important too. Schedule enjoyment into your day as well. 
We all enjoy one aspect of our work more than another, or have some type of a grand aspiration such as writing a book, learning a second language, creating a part-time business. You can plug in whatever it is that is really important to you in this space and then honor that. Honor the creative side of yourself and schedule time for that side of yourself, that thing that's really important to you. Schedule time for that to grow. And finally, as stated in the quote, let's not neglect the most important goal of doing the best we can, enjoying this day and honoring that which we did accomplish. Be present, be thankful, openly express gratitude for the gift of time and life. My charge, very simply as always, believe completely, dare greatly, achieve accordingly. Make it an incredibly amazing day. Wishing each of you the very best as you prepare to make 2018 your best year ever. Take care. One of the things that makes Anchor great is call-ins. And behind this introduction, I have a call-in from James talking about what this song... You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, and another song that I have on my station meant to him and why they were important to him. So the other song uh, is another great track. I think you guys will recognize it as well. I, I think if you're listening, as I discuss this a little bit further, you'll know that sound in the background as well. More Than a Feeling by Boston. Now here's the cool thing about this track that I had going, or these tracks that I had going. I picked these tracks up yesterday from over uh, on Patrick's station, We Live on a Planet. And then I was able to reach out and catch the attention of another human being here on the platform with just putting those songs up on my station. So James, thank you for your call in, my friend. I appreciate it. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas, and I'm wishing you a Happy New Year. Take care. Hey, Bobby, I just wanted to call in and reflect a little bit on some of the songs that you added um, that really stood out to me. The uh, More Than a Feeling song from Boston. That's one of my favorite songs to listen to from them. And uh, the You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet song as well. Both of those songs bring me back to the 90s, the mid to late 90s for me. It was 94, 95 time frame when I first heard them. So I was in first grade. And I just enjoyed those songs ever since. I remember going with my mom uh, to do our weekly shopping. And we were listening to those songs in her car. Look how you gonna see yourself 
Education.
because we've reached a point in our civilization where we have the ability to wipe our entire species out in the blink of an eye, but at the same time, we're also governed by our more irrational and impulsive sides. In other words, we have the technology of gods, but the self-control of apes, and that's a very dangerous combination. But I believe there's a way out, education. Philosophy teaches us tolerance and open-mindedness because it exposes us to many different and contradictory ideas throughout the ages and tells us that those ideas had to battle and challenge each other for us to get where we are. Culture teaches us hope because it shows us the best side of our human story and the great works of art and literature and just beauty that got us to where we are. So it tells us that it's not all bad and that it can be better. And reason teaches us that working together, not tribalism, is our true calling. If you're interested in more on education, philosophy, and possibility, I strongly recommend you pop over to Patrick's Station and take a complete listen. He covers a little bit of information today on history and how important is the subject history? Well, everything that's ever been and everything that will ever be is all related to history. Hey, hey, yo, 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 Patrick, how you doing? I, I, I didn't know whether to put on some more beast aftershave or, or to celebrate because because you had Beethoven on your on your station, uh, I just a guy from Philly. I mean, you know, listen, it's simple. I'm a simple guy. I, I can't believe I got. Wow, I got. What am I gonna say? Just, just wow. I. Uh, it's unbelievable. You got all this stuff, you know, one place. Like, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know how how to say thank you, but. I am um, just, you know, in my own way, saying thank you for for all the things you're doing over there on the great everything. I, we appreciate you. You mean a lot to us over here. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick, it's Bobby from Lighthouse Reflections. And I'm just calling in to let you know that you've had an influence on me. You've influenced my life. Yes, it's true. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at, in front of me, on my table, a copy of a book that you speak of often and with great respect and appreciation. And it's the book by Yuval Noah Harari, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. And it was interesting for me to be able to follow along today as you shared some of this book with us on page 205 where it talks about how many Indians today would want to call a vote 
to divest themselves of democracy, English, the railway network, the legal system, cricket, and tea on the grounds that they are imperial legacies. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Love in our yards, more love in our 
It's uh, Althea. Why? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And this is the celebration of a call-in. Every now and again, we have the great good fortune of receiving a call-in from someone who really seems to understand us as a human being, who gets us at a really deep level. When another human being understands that all you really want to do more than anything else in the whole world is just make your small difference and they acknowledge you for that, it's, um, it's an unbelievable feeling. And that's what I'm experiencing right now. And when it comes from an educator, when it comes from someone who's dedicated and devoted their life to the education of youth, of our up-and-coming population, preparing the next generation for whatever it is that's going to come next, is a huge challenge. And Bernie, top gold, Bernie, learn, hashtag edtech, is one such man. And if you've spent any time listening to Bernie at all, then you know that he's all about all about capturing the essence of a human being for what it is that they have to offer to the world and then trying to find a way to teach those lessons to his kids. And I'm not talking about his own kids, although he spends a lot of time teaching them as well, whether they're learning about fish or whether they're learning how to sing or whether they're learning about storms or whatever it is. The bottom line, Bernie is a teacher. Bernie understands the power, the true power of education. The only thing that keeps us from becoming everything we're capable of is our willingness to learn. We're separated from possibility by the space between our ears and that's it. And Bernie bridges that gap every day. Bernie, from the very bottom of my heart, my friend, thank you for seeing me for who I am and for what I try to bring to the world every day. I appreciate you. Hey, Bobby. Uh, thanks for the Lisa Nichols link and short clip. And just want to let you know, you are one of those voices that I hope to meet, to greet, perhaps in Ireland, and to say, hey, thanks, Bobby, for sharing so much in the way of just motivation or inspiration, but um, with an empathy that I can recognize professionally is authentic and a guiding light. I wish I could flip it, magnify it, focus it in my own life, uh, the stuff that's coming from your direction. Happy New Year. Thanks for sharing. Bernie. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Dude. I, I don't even know what to say. Um, and for me, that's a rarity. 
But I'll just start with thank you. Your words <laughs> meant so much to me today. Uh, I know it was just a simple call in. But for me, just so you understand, it was everything. It was absolutely everything. So this is me just saying thank you, expressing my gratitude, and basking in the glory of your call-in. Thank you, my friend. You're listening to the sound of Lighthouse Reflections. You know, I'm not sure exactly what it is about reggae music that moves me the way it does, but for whatever reason, it does. I was a while back listening to NACO, N-A-H-K-O, Medicine for the People, and before I know it, I had a station that started of its own accord, NACO Radio, on Spotify. And what it picked up was it picked up the reggae sound, the reggae beat that exists within some of Nako's music. And then today I find myself plugged in once again, focused on the power of education, the power of learning, and came across some tracks that have me thinking that there's something about this reggae sound that just makes us feel a little bit better. Well... It makes me feel just a little bit better anyway. I don't even know what it is exactly. All I know is that the music moves me. I don't know if it moves you, but it moves me. So I'm going to be playing a little bit more from that, uh, that album today. Some different tracks. One of the tracks that I'm going to be playing talks about how we have to be sure that we, um, we don't lose our sanity that we don't lose track of the things that are important to us in the pursuit of other things. And I think it's just a great reminder as we come to the end of this year and begin our preparation for 2018 to make sure that we're expressing gratitude for all of the gifts that we have while still striving to achieve whatever it is that we want in life. We can find harmony I don't know that we'll ever achieve balance. Matter of fact, I don't even know that balance is attainable or achievable or even desirable for that matter. But what I do know is that harmony is available to all of us through peace, joy, and happiness every day. It's a choice. It's what I choose. Take care, everybody. Let them last the way Them goes clear ha. Lose them sanity No love for you man Don't lose your sanity From material things are vanity No way Don't lose your sanity Love yourself likewise Humanity Don't lose your sanity From material things are vanity Hey, Don't lose your sanity Love yourself likewise Love humanity Life is alright with me I'm living it simple Not a lot can be Secure the temple of the people and live and keep it gentle. Just bless the four wings, four kind of four hunger. Now go bound to this system, no getting tongues. Me hear about chin, I'm me hear about bungers. 
says here don't loose which is very interesting you know uh, I don't think it matters I think everybody gets the idea and I think that's the important thing the message behind this obviously is education is the key today's theme is going to be all about education I hope you guys enjoyed that track I will include the um, Spotify link so that you can go ahead and just listen to it peer there without my voice if you choose to, or just as it's captured in the clarity that is always available from the Spotify app. That's it for me for now. I'm going to see what's next for me to create. Something inspirational, I assure you. What exactly, I don't know. But I guarantee you it will be education-based. Because the rest of the day, the theme is education is the key. That's it. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections.
And the theme for today is education is the key. And the second part of the theme is the music that you hear in the background. It's reggae music. What is it about reggae music that makes you want to smile? I'm curious. Does it do the same thing for you? Okay. Now, I made a promise in the last segment that I would find some kind of educational content that would set the stage for possibility for all that's possible in this upcoming new year, 2018. And it's my absolute pleasure to bring to you some video content. I'll just share the audio portion and obviously include the link from Tom Bilyeu. As you guys know by now, Tom is one of my favorite go-to guys because the material that he has and the people that he brings to his station are all about helping us understand about the unlimited capacity of us as human beings, what we're really capable of. And he's all about impact. His show, Impact Theory and Impact Quotes, are changing lives every day. The question he asks in this video, are you ready to make an impact this year? And then he shares clips of people who are making an impact already. You're going to love this. I know you are because it's powerful. And the reason it's powerful and what makes it powerful is the human nature. Humanity. The humanity of the individuals and the difference that they want to make in the world comes out in the videos in the interviews that Tom conducts with them. Whether it's Mel Robbins, or Jim Quick, or Wycliffe John, or, or, or. You get the idea. All of the people that he brings onto his show have some kind of a bigger, deeper, more profound message, gift, and impact they want to make in the world. That's enough for this introduction. The video speaks for itself, but I wanted to offer my perspective. Wishing each of you the very best as you enjoy this video. Is the impact that you want to have on the world? I want to teach people how to discover the power that's inside of them. To live fully in the open and share themselves who they are, who they're not. Like, there's so much fear that we live with. I, I want to teach people how to live with more courage because courage is nothing more than the ability to do things that are uncertain. In today's world, where you have the internet, you can literally learn, launch, do anything. Anything. The only thing that's truly stopping you are the limiting patterns that you think, the, the, the self-doubt, the fear, the habits that you have, and you can break them. You can break them five seconds at a time. Every human being has to remember, right? So within your existence, if you are not looking out for the next person, then all you are is just a body, right? So if you're not looking out for your next person, you're just a body. Because before we even was in existence, 
There were those that sacrificed they self so that we can be here talking. That was Wycliffe John. You are all great. No matter if, if you think you're dumb, no matter if you think you're fat, no matter if you are fat, no matter if you've been bullied, or no matter if you just got back from Iraq or Afghanistan and you have no legs or your arms or whatever, man, we all have greatness. This is David it Goggins. Just, you got to find the courage. You got to find the courage to put your Bose headphones on and silence the noise out of this world and to find it. And to find it because it's out there, but it's going to take hard work, courage, self-discipline. It's going to take all the non-cognitive skills. The, all the non-cognitive skills to be great. It's the non-cognitive skills that sets you apart from everybody else. You never get better if you're not willing to put in the time. And basketball is Jay very Williams, to the, game the ESPN analyst. There's going to be ups and downs. Sometimes you may turn the ball over seven times in a row. But if you put in the work and you constantly put in the work, you can't allow that one mistake to go into the next play. The impact that I want to have on the world right now. You might would recognize be that voice. That's Tim Ferriss. Creating a benevolent army of super learners who test the impossibles and teach other people to do the same. That's it. So whether it's 100,000, a million, people who've mastered meta-learning, acquiring skills, who are also willing to test the impossibles, test the assumptions, and have the uncomfortable conversations that I think this country is largely dodging. Taking what I've been able to, to, to build for myself, establishing a brand, an identity uh, for myself, uh, enabling you know, kids that, that look up to me uh, to, to understand what it takes to, to, get, to get to that next level. Um, again, it's so crazy that we're in a world where everything is at your fingertips in terms of technology. So there really shouldn't be any excuse as to why you fail because everything is accessible. The impact I want to have on the world is to help take this our human Vision education systems Lachiani. from what we learn as adults from to what Valley. colleges teach. And later we're going to go down to K1 to K12 and early infant learning and upgrade these to teach the skills that truly create happy, wonderful, kind, generous people who are able to live beautiful, fulfilled lives, create humanity plus companies and elevate the human race as a world-centric species. It's not having this massive global impact. It's the small little connections. This is that Amelia Boone. She's an endurance athlete. To the girls running those obstacle races that are 10, 11 out there, that I can have those impacts on those little. I'm going to pause after her lives, then I and switch to the next segment. The big one. I really, really want to help the high potential young people in this country and Actually, in right the world after Sarah who, Robb, because they were not now. born in the right places with the right connections to go to the right colleges to open the right doors don't get the same opportunities and if there's one thing I know about my own story is okay I tried to include Sarah Robb in the last minute or last few seconds of the previous video and it didn't work and I don't want to cut short her interview because it's too powerful so this video will begin with Sarah Robb, who is coming up right now. I really, really want to help 
the high potential young people in this country and in the world who, because they were not born in the right places with the right connections to go to the right colleges to open the right doors, don't get the same opportunities. And if there's one thing I know about my own story, it's like I don't have an MBA, I didn't go to an Ivy League college, but somehow I had the right mentors and parenting to give me the grit to get around the system. And so if grit. I can help Angela Duckworth talks that, about grit too. find that in themselves, then to me that would be amazing. If I can inspire every single person who is watching this episode this Naveen to Jane find their own the chairman moonshot. of Moon Express. So if you're watching this, find what is it that you will do. Imagine I am the person who grew up poor with nothing. I came to this country with nothing. If I can dream so big and to be able to land on the moon, what would you do? What impact do you want to have in 2018? And Tom's asking us to share What's this up, Impactivists? If you've ever failed your New Year's resolutions, we've created a free guide just for you. The Resolution Reality Checklist. It teaches you how to write smarter resolutions that you will actually crush this year. The video you link. can download it today at info.impacttheory.com forward slash resolutions. And that's Tom Bilyeu.
Education is the key. Education is the key. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll arise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room <laughs> just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides just like hope springing high still i rise did you want to see me broken bowed head and lowered eyes shoulders falling down like teardrops weakened by my soulful cries does my sassiness upset you <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. <laughs> Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. <laughs> Out of the huts of history's shame I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling and bearing in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear. I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, wow. There I go. Absolutely, positively, unbelievably amazing. What? an incredible human being. What a gift to humanity. Maya often spoke about the power of education. 
she was a philanthropist who believed in the power of education and the power of the arts. What an incredible impact she made while she was here. And she continues to make an impact to this very day as demonstrated by this recording right now. I hope you guys enjoy that as much as I enjoy being able to put it together and share it with you as I focus today on education and how education is the difference. How education can change the world. We have an opportunity in 2018 to come together as human beings and make the difference that only we can make together. And I'm asking each and every one of you to join me to make the small difference that only you can make in the world. And the collective difference that we make together will be what brings us back together as a society. Thank you, everybody. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And the focus for my station today is very simple. Education is the key. So let me share a little bit more with you now. Here's a little education from one of Anchor's own. I think you guys are really, really going to appreciate this. I hope you're ready for this. The talent of this lady is unbelievable. Her humanity is something for us to all consider. The way she expresses herself, the way she carries herself, is something for us all to think about, in my not-so-humble opinion. So without further ado, let me share a little bit of some magic with you. Let's start with shoulda, coulda, woulda, not. Here's what it says. I should go to the gym. I should eat healthier. I could have done more if I knew my mother was ill. I would have spent more time with her. If you should, do it. If you can, do it. If you would have, it would be done already. Did you catch that? If you would have, it would be done already. Decide what you really want to do and do it. If you need help, find a person or group of people to help you remain accountable for what you want to do. Did you catch that? For what you want to do. Accountability is a great tool. Learn to use it and watch your shoulda, coulda, and wouldas disappear. Here's the practice. Think of five important things that you should, could, or would have done. Think about how you can turn those thoughts into actions. If you can't act on these things, release those thoughts and move on. Here's the affirmation. I accept responsibility for my life. I'm going to add a little bonus here from Noah St. John. Here's the 
affirmation. Why do I always accept responsibility for my life? Let's let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay, here we go. Here's a great one. Think like a child. Do you remember the last time you laughed until you cried? When was the last time you were really curious about how something worked? When was the last time you looked at something and were amazed? A young child has a unique outlook on life, and can help you remember how awesome life is. Children are born with a natural curiosity about everything. Having children in your life can help you become a more creative problem solver. Learn to accept the inevitable and laugh at yourself more. Young children help you remember a sense of awe. Being around children and younger people allow you to see life through different eyes. Take time to really watch, listen, and learn from the young people in your life. Wisdom is not limited to a certain age. The practice. Here's the practice to put into place: spend the day with a child between the ages of two and six years old. Go to a park with no specific agenda. Observe the child and notice how they are amazed at the simple things that adults have taken for granted. The next time you need to solve a problem, think like a child. Here's the affirmation: I celebrate the spirit. Of the child in my heart, and the bonus, the bonus affirmation from Noah St. John: Why do I always celebrate the spirit of the child in my heart? I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was my pleasure to bring it to you, and that is the work of Barbara J. Faison from the Why Struggle podcast and her book Why Struggle. Life is too short to wear tight shoes. I recommend you get your copy today. Take care, everybody. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. Now let me see if I can't capture the essence of why I took the time to share a little bit of the anchor talent with each of you. The call-in that I received. From Barbara J. Faison from the Why Struggle podcast, should be all you need to listen to to understand why I took the time to feature a little bit of her work here on my station. But it's not just because of the call-in. The call-in's like icing on the cake. It's like the bonus. It's like the cherry on top. The reason I took the time to share her content, the reason I took the time to feature her here on my station. Is because of who she is as a human being, because of what she's trying to do, because of what she's trying to accomplish, because of the message she's trying to bring forward. You can't not read her book and understand what she's up to. It's impossible. I'm telling you, it's absolutely impossible. She talks about how fear is real. She talks about acceptance. She shares the Serenity Prayer. It's amazing. She talks about forgiving, about how we're all human, and how we've all done things that we're not proud of, or that we've been hurt by someone, 
and how important it is for us to learn to forgive. She talks about the importance of being quiet. She talks about the importance of being silent, about how a few minutes of silence as a daily practice can reduce stress as we calm our minds and thoughts from a hectic day about how if we would simply take a few minutes before we start our day and lay in bed and observe what you hear, how you feel and what you sense, how if you will just check in with yourself and your body before you start the day, it could change everything. She talks about being adventurous. She talks about authenticity, being yourself. This is one of my favorites. This is one of my absolute favorites. And the reason I say that it's one of my favorites is very simple. We could spend our whole lives, we literally could spend our whole lives trying to be somebody else, or we could just focus on being the best version of ourselves. And the gift that this book gives us as human beings is the gift of being yourself. Well, it's just one of the many gifts it gives. There's more gifts. You know, this book isn't that many pages. It's only 82 pages long, I think. There's more information wrapped up in this short little book than there are in some of the very best books that are on the market today that are supposed to be these game-changing books that will change everything for you. I would tell you that there was a book created by someone right here on the platform that has the power to do the same thing. And whether it's this book by Barbara J. Faison or if it's The End of Fear Itself by my business partner Steve Bivens, who used to be here on the platform, who's now busy doing something very different uh, in preparation for what we have planned for 2018. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what book it is. There is content that comes from Anchor every single day that can change your life if you'll plug into it and allow it to happen. One of the other people that I absolutely love listening to because his messages are so absolutely crystal clear and often profound. You could decide what color of pill you want to take when you listen to The Pill with Mark Ward. Or you can listen to The Great Everything. Or you could listen to Positive Vibes. Or you could listen to Gigi. Or you could listen to, and I could go on for an hour. Everything you need is right here on the platform. But it starts with being yourself. Thank you, Barbara J. Faison. We love you. We appreciate you. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. It is Barbara J. Faison from the Why Struggle podcast. I've been off uh, for a few days, and of course, I tune in to hear your wonderful segment on Neil Donald Walsh, who I absolutely adore and love those questions. Those questions are so pertinent to life. Just any questions are pertinent to living. And just thank you for your content. I love your content. I will be re-echoing the Neil Donald Walsh because I think it's so crucial that we ask pertinent questions 
to our daily living and to remind ourselves why we are here indeed. So thank you, my friend. I affirm that all is well in your world. I will get caught up with your episodes because I always enjoy learning something new. And I saw that there was something about Mel Robbins out there who I also adore and love her five second rule. I do that on the regular. So thank you so much, my friend. Have a happy holiday season, Bobby. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And the question is, what do you do when it's not a Merry Christmas? What if you find yourself alone or just feeling lonely? Not everybody has family readily available. People have been through things. Maybe you always went and spent time with a loved one. You know, maybe you always went home to mom and dad and mom and dad aren't there to go home to anymore. Maybe this is your first Christmas alone. You're coming out of a divorce or something. Whatever the case may be, Mel Robbins has an answer for you. And she addresses these issues in this six-minute YouTube video about what to do during the holidays. I'm going to transition over to that YouTube video, get her pumped up and playing for you guys. Listen to what she has to offer. She's got sound suggestions. I think she's a solid lady. She doesn't offer any bullshit. And I think you'll enjoy this. Gratitude. Hashtag blessed. Ooh, flying to Aspen. Blessed life. I want you to get the f*** off of social media. Ask Mel. It's the holidays, and so I'm starting to get a lot of questions from you guys about how to deal with the holidays. And this particular question comes from Ellie, and it goes out to all of you that feel lonely and that are alone as the holiday season approaches. And here's how to handle it. Ellie writes, I know I'm supposed to be happy right now because it's the holidays, but Mel, the truth is I'm not. I have no family, and I'm too embarrassed to tell my friends that I'm all alone at the holidays. This time of year is yet another reminder of how much is missing from my life. Any advice, Mel, about how to handle being lonely over the holidays. Well, for those of you that can relate to Ellie, you feel alone or you're lonely throughout the holidays. First of all, you're not alone in how you feel. It's really normal to have the holidays trigger feelings where you feel like you're the only one, where you start thinking about all the things that are missing. And so I want you to first understand that what you're feeling, perfectly normal, and you're not the only human being on the planet that is feeling that way at this very moment. So how do you handle it? Well, number one, one, I don't want you to isolate yourself. And that's what we tend to do, don't we? When we feel lonely, we just pour gasoline on the fire and we crawl up in a ball and cry all day in the corner. We don't get out of bed or we spend way too much time burying our sorrows in a pint of Ben and Jerry's. That is not what you are doing this holiday season. You're going to fight the urge to isolate because when you isolate, you actually magnify those feelings of being alone because you are alone when you're isolated. So what are you going to do? I want you to get out of your house. I want you to go out and get busy doing things around the holidays. If you're the kind of person that enjoys uh, religious services, get your rear end to church, to the synagogue, to the mosque, wherever it is that you go, 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 go. If there are things going on in your community related to the holiday, 
go attend them. Here in Boston, we've got the Boston Pops, we've got the Nutcracker, we've got the incredible drag queen show around the night before Christmas that's hilarious. There's so many things to do, and the reason why I want you to participate in the holidays is because you will get energized by all the other people that are out there. I want you to get the f*** off of social media. I'm not kidding. Social media is a complete train wreck for you if you're feeling lonely. Let me tell you why. You know what's going to be coming down your newsfeed the entire holiday season? Nothing but humble brags about people who gratitude, hashtag blessed, blessed life, ooh, flying to Aspen, and you're going to literally want to take your phone and stab yourself in the heart with it. So do not, under any circumstances, spend your time pouring your sorrows and jealousy and loneliness into social media. Seriously. Okay, so Mel goes on for a couple more minutes, guys. Uh, I just wanted you to hear that part she was talking about social media. I think she means all social media except for Anchor, because if she knew how badass Anchor was and how supportive the Anchor community is, she would have said, you know, ignore all social media except for the Anchor app. If, if you have friends on the Anchor app, then reach out to them, stay communicative with them, let them know that you're feeling lonely, don't be afraid to share, people love vulnerability, blah, blah, blah. You get the idea, right? So, if you're feeling lonely, you know what? My phone's open. Uh, please feel free. And if you want to send me a private message, send me a private message. I'm cool with that. I won't publish it, I promise. I never would do that, ever. But we can communicate back and forth. We'll get you through this. We're here for each other. It takes each of us for all of us. Merry Christmas, everybody. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And the track in the background is Your Why by Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. Why? Why your why? great questions for us to consider this episode by Gary V what is the ROI of a piano is brilliant in its simplicity but it begs a bigger question it begs a much bigger question and that bigger question is not what is the ROI of a piano or what is the ROI of a basketball but the bigger question that it begs is what is the ROI of a segment, an episode? What is the ROI of Anchor as an app, as a platform? Well, in my lighthouse reflection that I'm going to put over on my station, I hope to capture that. So if you enjoy this intro and you're interested in more, there'll be probably close to a five-minute segment over on my station all about what is the ROI of a segment? What is the ROI of an episode? I want to thank SWMP Radio for this inspiration. And maybe this will give you an idea of maybe just part of what the ROI of an episode or a segment is all about. Because... If you go to SWMP Radio, what you'll find are a lot of segments and a lot of episodes. And there's value in each of those, whether it be a segment or an episode. But what is the value? That's the question. 
And that's what I'll attempt to answer over on my station with my segment. I hope everyone is having an amazing, wonderful, awesome Christmas Eve day. I hope you have great things planned for this evening. But if you'd like to promulgate just a little bit, if you'd like to think just a little bit, if you'd like to contemplate just a little bit, then I'd invite you to come over to my station, not to listen to what I have to offer, but to think about what the questions mean, and then most importantly, take the time to call into me or SWMP Radio and share with me or them what this means to you. Once you've had an opportunity to listen, it'll be abundantly clear. And then all you'll have to do is decide what you want to do with how you feel after you've listened. That's my invitation. Take care, everybody. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And this segment was inspired by another segment that was just sitting there waiting for me over on SWMP Radio. It was a segment created by Gary V, and it was a question. It was a pretty cool question. It was a simple question, but it was a great question. And the question was, what is the ROI of a piano? Which led me to ask a bigger question, I believe, which is, what is the ROI of a segment? What is the ROI of an episode? What is the ROI of a platform? a social media platform. What is the ROI of Anchor? Let's get back to the segment first, because I think that's where we should start. The ROI of a segment or an episode is different for each of us. It's different the same way the ROI of a piano or a basketball are different. They are different to each of us based on our perception and our application of both the information and the idea the segment might provide either as inspiration, entertainment, creativity, friendship, learning, understanding, questioning, reflecting, knowing, or simply wondering, etc. We could go on ad infinitum. On this planet, we are only ever one idea away from a radical shift with the potential to change everything. We are only limited by the space between our ears, our willingness to embrace new ideas, and the distance we allow to remain between us and all of the rest of the planet's inhabitants. There is no way to ever know for sure just what a segment will provide or where it might take not only the listener, but the creator as well. With the call-in feature, or the comment feature, or the echo feature, a dialogue can begin. And before we know it, we're engaged, connected, and either learning or simply enjoying and reveling in the awesomeness of humanity. We develop appreciation and gratitude for the opportunity. Here's a great quote, just to consider. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Howard Thurman. Why do you think it might be so important to ask empowering questions of ourselves? What would it mean if we all came alive? What does it mean to come alive? And why does the world need people 
who have come alive? Here's the best answer I can immediately come up with. But what I am most interested in knowing, though, is what do all of you think? Why do you think it's important for us to come alive? And what would that mean for you personally? What might that mean for our planet? Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. What do you think Einstein was trying to say when this quote was captured? What context might he have been speaking in when the quote became a quotable answer? What kind of question might have led to his statement? Maybe it was as simple as, how do we go about solving the problems of everyday life? Or maybe, just maybe, it was a much bigger question. Maybe the statement was made for the sole purpose of waking us up to the possibility that as human beings, gifted with the ability to think and reason, with us having that one special gift that separates us from all of the rest of the animal kingdom, that all we have to do, all we really have to do is wake up to what an incredible gift just the ability to think and reason is, and then simply get busy thinking and reasoning. Who knows for sure? But that's my lighthouse reflection on what is the ROI of a piano? What is the ROI of a basketball? Or what is the ROI of a segment? Or an episode? Or whatever someone might create here on the platform for us to consider. Wishing each of you a very Merry Christmas.
sounds of lighthouse reflections and it's time for a music break another music break courtesy of patrick over at we live on a planet you know patrick just plays some really great tunes and i was over on his station and there was sitting there waiting for me lean on me by bill withers so let's transition into that now I love this song. Lean on me. Lean on me. When you're not strong. When you're not strong. And I'll be your friend. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. I'll help you carry on. It won't be long. Tomorrow 
Continues courtesy of both Patrick, We Live on a Planet, and Meg's. Enjoy. Like men, they 
All right, we're wrapping up the music break here with Gloria Gaynor and I Will Survive. Survive, Gloria Gaynor. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And the entire premise for today's episode has been education. It is my goal, it is my intention to bring great content to my station every day sourced from multiple places. Sometimes it's YouTube. Sometimes it's information directly from a book. 
Sometimes it's my own personal inspiration that I try to provide daily with my Kuntz's Corner or the reading of A Note from the Universe. And now it's a YouTube segment, a YouTube video from Impact Quotes and Tom Bilyeu. The title of this segment is Have Faith and Take the First Step. Let me leave you with this to close out the night. This is powerful. Listen, Tom's not bashful with his language. So if you are faint of ear, then this probably isn't for you. But if you can listen to it, if you can internalize it, then what you'll know is that all Tom really is concerned about, all Tom really cares about, is having an impact, making an impact, reaching us with his words. As Naval Ravichand said, the only way to truly learn something is by doing it. Yes, listen to guidance, but don't wait. That is such a powerful idea, and I know right now you're listening to this because you want motivation, you want to be inspired, but my greatest fucking fear is that you'll get motivated, you'll get inspired, and that'll just be a declining arc for a few minutes after you listen to this video that ends with you doing nothing. And what I want, what I really hope for, and the reason that I give myself over to making these so completely, is I know some percentage of you on the other side of this will ultimately be prepared to take that first step. You will realize that the only thing that matters is action, and you will take that action. And it's in that action that your potential greatness waits. And as Martin Luther King said, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. You've just got to believe that you can learn. You don't have to believe that you're already capable of doing what you want. You don't have to believe that you can already build that thing that you dream. You don't have to believe that you already are extraordinary. You simply have to believe that if you take that first step, you put yourself on a journey not of execution, you put yourself on a journey of learning so that you can execute. And that, when you understand that difference, that's when you really will be on that path to greatness. And that is the thing that I want for everybody listening to this. Please understand the only thing you need to know is that you have to take the first step. Whatever the vision is that you have for your life, you absolutely can make it come true. And the process is very simple. The process is about learning. The process is about growing and getting better. It's about recognizing what you're not good at. It's about recognizing what you have to learn. It's about taking that first step on faith. On faith that you can get better. Not on faith that you're great. On faith that you can become the greatest of all time. And once you have that faith, once you know that simply being a human being puts you in this rare category of creature that can get better through pressure, through pain, through difficulty, through failure, those are the things that are going to be the building blocks of your success. But in order to begin on that road, in order to have your first glorious failure, you must first take that first step. So please... Don't waste your time being motivated or inspired. Spend every second of your time moving forward. That's how you're going to get where you want to go. And that was Tom Bilyeu from Impact Quotes. Have faith and take the first step. It doesn't get any better than that.
It couldn't be any clearer than that. If you've been struggling, if you've been wondering, I would recommend listening more than once. Everything you need to hear to be able to bring your dream to life rests right inside this one quote, this one impact quote from Tom Bilyeu. Take action.